better than this guys me and dudes here on the draft dudes podcast presented by locked on it's joe marino and kyle Krabs from the draft network and we are your hosts here on this friday edition of the show week 17 is upon us and uh, a note to the listeners if you don't want to know exactly what's going to happen this weekend in the nfl and know everything that's going to happen with the playoffs i suggest you stop listening right now but otherwise, keep listening because we are going to predict and tell you exactly what's going to happen in Week 17. Kyle, welcome. Wee-woo-wee-woo-wee-woo. Spoiler alert. Here we go. Because we get all of our predictions right, Kyle. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> but I am looking at the layout of a lot of these divisions. And we didn't do bad this year based on what our preseason predictions were. Uh, we sold San Francisco short. We're, we've been very transparent about that. <laughs> we have grossly overpredicted the top two teams in the NFC East. Yeah. We gave the Atlanta Falcons entirely too much credit. Um, I remember fighting you about Kansas City and Houston beating New England this year, though. And both of those came true. So, Yeah, you know me and the Patriots. Just Give me the win. dub there. Yeah. Walking in the club dub this morning. Uh lots of lots of interesting matchups this week. With weird implications. So mm-hmm. so what we are gonna do is we're gonna go game by game, courtesy of our friends at playoffpredictors.com. And we're gonna pick the end result of every game. We're gonna go chronologically. So we're doing the one o'clock games, then we'll do the four twenty-five games, and then the Sunday night football game with San Francisco at Seattle. And we are going to see what the playoff seedings look like, and then we are going to handle the NFL draft order itself, which is a very exciting time for me. Playoffpredictors.com, the official, unofficial sponsor of the Draft Dudes podcast. Uh, uh, It's my homepage at this point. I said (laughs) piss off with TDN, man. Oh, you ass. It's playoffpredictors.com. I I spent an insane amount of time just flipping through not as much this week because there's only one week left right like there's less scenarios of oh if this happens and what happens if this happens because it's like it's one and done at this point yeah i get random text messages from kyle i have discovered 13 different scenarios in which the dolphins could finish with a top three pick (laughs) yep all right man uh do we have we have a little little bit of a air to clear here kyle if you will oh Uh, yeah so if you were one of the early downloaders yesterday to uh (laughs) to draft dudes uh we we were talking about making picks for the ohio state clemson that's the fiesta bowl right yes do you want to fact check that so we make sure we get that right (laughs) we got to be careful now man we were we were we were in the christmas hangover hard because we're talking about this game we had a really good exchange about it and then i was like hey wait Greg Shiano left for Rutgers. Is he going to still be there? <laughs> and we had a couple people DM us that were like, dude, I'm dying right now. Shiano left with Urban Meyer. Yeah. Like, and we knew that because we knew that the defensive coordinator took the Boston College job. And then like it happened and the news cycle happened and all this other stuff happened in between. 
and it's just a total brain fart. So there was a handful of you guys who got the full podcast before we were able to fact check and correct that blatant oversight on our part. So yes, we are taking responsibility. The words came out of my mouth and I tried to fall on the grenade entirely. And Joe said, well, it didn't trigger me or anything. So I, it's on blood's on my hands too. So, so does that mean the Troy Palomalu 43 blood is a little on your hands as well? No, it is not. Okay. (laughs) Then I'm out. (laughs) This this is all you, this is your hill to die on. I did not say it. I was just caught up in the moment and Kyle, I I just think I should be able to trust you. You know what I mean? I shouldn't have had to question that. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Browns at Bengals. Browns at Bengals. Now, Browns at Bengals, Cincinnati has officially clinched the first pick. Does this team come out balls to the wall and defeat an underachieving Cleveland Browns team? I don't know. (laughs) I don't think so. I think they're pretty bad, Kyle. I don't know. I just watched them put 35 points on, on the Dolphins this past weekend. So... Can't you see the the other way around, like Cleveland, okay, let's try to finish this thing in the right way. It's not gone the way we had hoped, but give us a little something going into the offseason. Of course, but their head coach is still Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> so I still feel like this team will be undisciplined, shoot themselves in the foot, uh, but I do think the talent discrepancy is enough there. Okay. I think Cle- Cleveland walks away with a win. I don't think there's any playoff implications whatsoever riding on this game. No. no. The yeah. the only implications that there would be for a game like this, and I know there's implications for the next game that we're going to do, uh, is potential strength of schedule tiebreakers for the NFL draft. Okay. So we are picking Cleveland. Yep. Done. Lock it in. The Buffalo Bills are hosting the New York Jets. The Buffalo Bills, Joe, are locked into the five seed. Yeah. And the Jets at six and nine are chasing another hollow seven and nine season <laughs> for Adam Gase. Yeah. And Coach McDermott said that he's going to play the majority of his starters, but they're going, they're not, fin- I don't think they're going to play the whole game. So um, then why play him? Brother, I've been talking about this all week for the Bill side of things, but um, they're going to play. So uh, that's dumb. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with you. I don't, I don't necessarily support the decision. But so on the Jet side of things, of course, Jamal Adams comes out this week and says, "We're hunting. We're going to go hunting." Mm-hmm. And you know, Greg Williams and his bounties and all that stuff. So you know, I don't, I don't think you should. I don't think this is a game where you think, wow, Buffalo is the better team. They're going to win this game because there's very different there's very different goals at stake here for these two. Yeah, teams. I mean, Buffalo, Buffalo realistically is coming into this game with no motivation to play the game. Yeah, they're looking to get through this game and get healthy, get to the playoffs healthy, yeah. whereas the New York Jets, they're going to be motivated. They've actually played relatively well over the course of the, the back half of their schedule, they've had some success. I think they're five and two in one. their last seven. Yeah. I was going to say they, yeah. they started one and seven this season. So, yeah. And one other note here is that, uh, the bills offense, the last two times it had extended rest, it came out extremely flat. So they had a bye week going into the first Miami game. The offense came out flat and then they had the, the extra time coming from Thanksgiving into Baltimore. They had the extra time and, um, 
they came out flat against well, Baltimore. They, just play, they played two stud teams. That's why. Yeah, especially the Dolphins. So I yeah. think the Jets win the game. I actually think the Jets win the game too. Yeah. Which would be very poetic. <laughs> Seven and nine, Adam Gase. Solid. All right. Uh, the next game. The Chicago Bears are visiting the Minnesota Vikings. So what are the implications on this game? Uh, Minnesota would have to win and Seattle would have to lose for them to be tied at 11 and five. I'm not sure. I don't think there's nothing. Playoffs. Yeah. The NFL and the NFL's release about playoff scenarios. It mentions nothing about the, the implications for this game. Nothing whatsoever. Yeah, it looks like it. So, whatever those so, teams are, I'm guessing they're locked into their spots. Seattle will either be the one of the five, which sucks. Or or I guess they could be... No, they could be the three, too. Yeah, because that's how it gets sloppy, because right now San Francisco's listed as the one. But if Seattle beats them, they would take the division title. But based on tiebreakers, the Packers and Saints could have tiebreakers for the bye week over the Seahawks. Yeah, Seattle and San Francisco has implications. Heavy implications. Impl- yeah, but yeah. I don't know that this game does. No, I was just trying to think of if Minnesota could jump Seattle if Seattle lost for the five seed. Can, can but you I remind don't me what game can. we're talking about again? We're talking about Chicago, Minnesota. Yeah, I don't think there's any implications on this game. All right, so who do we think wins? Minnesota. I think Minnesota's going to look for a bounce back. Yeah. Because they got handled uh, by Green Bay. So I think Minnesota's got enough to play for here. Um, It's in Minnesota. Give me the Vikings. Okay. Locked in. All right. So that puts Minnesota at eleven and five, and Chicago at seven and nine. From twelve and four to seven and nine. Yeah, regression is Matt, is, is Matt Nagy coaching for his life next year. Uh, yeah, I think that I think the seat's hot. I think he got to get back to a winning record next year, maybe yeah. five hundred. Isn't that weird? Like you yeah. go 12, 12 and four, go seven and nine, and now we're talking about you getting fired. I th- that's what well, I. That's like, I hate that. That happened with Gase in Miami. That happened with Chip Kelly. Yeah, and like. They were what ten and six the first year on her chip had a playoff game, and then like the year he left, they they I think even had a winning record. Mm-hmm. But it's all about the culture, Joe. Yep, it's all about what it looks like, right? And instill a culture. Speaking of culture, yeah, Miami Dolphins are visiting Foxborough to play the Patriots this weekend. And the Patriots have to win this game because that locks them into the two seed, which gives them a first round bye. Correct. So they Patriots, are playing. They are playing simultaneously with Kansas City. With Kansas City, so they both teams play. will go in and have to play. And so it, we give it New England a win. Yeah, New England wins, and that so that clinches them as a two seed. Yes, if if New England wins, they clinch a two seed <clears throat> at thirteen and three. Okay. And we're talking about Kansas City right now. We might as well talk about that game. They're playing the Chargers. And so the Kansas City can be can't the Kansas City Chiefs can be the four seed. It's not likely, but they can be. Correct. So do they I here's here's the interesting component. I'd be interested in your take here, Kyle. Mm -hmm. 
All right, so Buffalo's the five, and then you're going to get Tennessee, Pittsburgh, or Oakland as the six. To yep. me, and 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 maybe I, this is fan goggles. I don't think it is. To me, I think you'd rather play any one of those three teams than the Bills. I don't think anybody's going to throw a Week 17 game to change their seating. Right. Well, I think that you want to be the – I think for, for Kansas City, they should be thinking we'd rather play Tennessee, Pittsburgh, or Oakland than the Bills. We, they wouldn't want to mess with that defense. They, they want to have the higher seed period because you never know how it's going to get into the, right. the championship right. game round. Right. So I think that even if the, the – the Chiefs are going to play to win that game so that they can be locked into the three. And they're playing great football right now. Yeah, so they're going to win that game. Kansas City wins. Which gives them a combined 17 wins for our bet, by the way. Okay. (laughs) Does that mean it's clinched? No. If both Philly and Dallas win, then we tie. (laughs) All right, we'll cross that bridge when we have to cross it. We'll get there. All right. So we did Browns, Bengals. We did Dolphins, Patriots. We did Bears, Vikings. We did Chargers, Chiefs. We did Jets, Bills. Uh, Packers and Lions are also playing at one o'clock, Joe. There's a ton on the line with this game. Yeah. Green Bay's got to take care of business to make sure that they get that first round by. I think they do. So, I mean, they have a chance. Green Bay has a chance at the one. Yep. They would need a, a Green Bay win and a San Francisco loss. And Green Bay would be the one seed. Yeah. Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, Detroit Lions suck. Green Bay wins this game. Lock it in. Uh, I think of all of the potential upsets, this is the lowest one. Detroit's terrible. Right. They are horrible. Imagine doubling down and saying, yeah, we Matt, we want Matt back next year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Detroit's going to finish 3-12-1. and one. I think we had him at three and thirteen or four and twelve. Hey, nicely done. We 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 thought we felt a little bad about it, and then we started questioning ourselves. Yeah, we were, we like, were like looking for a game to change. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, give it a win. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we were generous with our four wins for the for the Lions. Go with your year. gut. Go with your gut. Okay, uh, Saints at Panthers also plays at one o'clock, Joe. Yeah, big one here for the Saints and them clinching that first round uh, by and potentially uh, home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So. A game New Orleans has to win. I think Will Greer's going to continue starting. I was going to say, if Will Greer's still starting, go ahead and throw all of your money on this game for New Let Orleans. Let me see. I don't, I don't want to be putting bad information no, they, out there. They, uh, they, okay, here, they said he was. It's done. He will start. Yeah, he's, he's starting. Yeah. Okay, Saints. <laughs> all right. So what does that put Carolina at to finish the year now? They're 5-11. Five 5-11. And five and yeah, so the 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 they, the, the, ooh, the fun part about this discussion ooh. is we're not only going to have the the playoff set, we're going to know the draft order. So this is some fun stuff we're going to unpack here at the end. Well, there's I'm just admiring the fact that they were four and two, five and five and two, five, so, five and three, and they've lost their last eight games. So last year they started six and two, and they finished seven and nine. This year they started five and two. They're going to finish five and eleven. And Joe, damn it, we we had that. In our preseason predictions, yeah, we, we said they been. were going to fall apart in the second half again. Yeah, I'm, yep. The last <clears throat> one o'clock game, perhaps the most interesting, the Falcons at the Buccaneers, <laughs> and the reason why this is so damn interesting is because I'm rooting for Jameis to get five thousand passing yards and the thirty thirty touchdown interception club. <laughs> What a weird game. There's no playoff implications, obviously, on this one. None. None. 
Uh, Atlanta. It's in Tampa. Yeah, and they're both both teams are playing a lot better than they were at the start of the year. Um, Tampa's on a little heater, dude. Yeah, so was Atlanta in a way too. I mean, these teams were trending towards very high draft picks, and they're now they're going to be like flirting with the top ten. Tampa's five and two in their last seven games. Yeah, you got to feel great about that if you're a Bucks fan looking looking to come off uh, Bruce Arians' first year. I think Tampa wins this game. Now, do you still feel that way if they're without Mike Evans and Chris Godwin? Didn't they win last week without those guys? No, they lost to. Oh, Houston they had a chance. Week. Yeah, they had a chance. Yeah, Jameis keeps throwing freaking pick sixes every yeah, week. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He still put through a ton of yards. Um, I I kind of like them at home here. I wasn't even thinking so much about that as I was just how the defensive lines playing better. JP oh, yeah. back and playing good and. Atlanta's got its own issues all across the offensive line. So, all right, you've sold me. Yeah, Bucks win five hundred eight and eight. Yeah, I think that's a good Tampa year for Bay them. Bucks. That's a great year for them. We were expecting closer to five or six wins, I think, yeah. for Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is the end of the one o'clock slate. Yep. And now we transition to the four o'clock slate. The first game here listed is the Eagles at the Giants. It's very simple for Philadelphia. Win the game, win the AFC or the NFC East, clinch the four seed. I think they do it. I think they take care of business against New York. Yep. All right, done. Another road win. Right now we have uh, three of five games picked in the NFC, and or three of the five games we have picked in the NFC, we have the road team winning: Philly, Green Bay, and New Orleans. It's maybe not a good idea. Well, <laughs> Guess we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, next game down on the schedule, the highest implications game uh, as far as the playoff hopes of several teams, uh, the Titans at the Texans. So the with the Chiefs winning, I, I think that puts Houston locked into the four seed. It does. So they cannot improve their positioning. Correct. But Bill O'Brien's also come out and said, we're playing to win the game no matter what. Yeah. Which I'll, I think I'll believe when I see, to be honest with you. Well, that and, like, are they going to beat the same team twice in the three-week stretch? I kind of like Tennessee here, and I hate that I'm going back. We're going back to the road teams. Well, they, I mean, they have so much to play for. And even though Bill O'Brien's going to say, well, we're playing to win the game, your team knows where they're at. It's that mental game. This is Week 17 is the bowl games of the <laughs> NFL slate. Good, good metaphor. How do you possibly preach that focus and have these guys come out and take care of business against a team that is playing for their playoff lives, currently sitting in the sixth seed? I think yeah. Tennessee wins the game. Yeah. Yep. Our process right. was good nonetheless there. Which is going to eliminate the Raiders and the Steelers. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, you Two really hate prominent to see fan bases. Hate, really hate to see the Steelers miss playoffs. Yeah. Okay, 425 kick, Washington at Dallas. There's so, a part of me that wants to pick Washington in this game, dude. So Askins isn't starting, and I don't, I'm not sure that that impacts my belief whether they can win the game or not, but he's out. Uh, can't you just see this Dallas team folding up? Yeah, I mean, I certainly could. But I can like, also I see them I, being the better team. And, like, they're not going to know that 
the game's being played simultaneously with Dallas or with the Philly game, you know, they're going to be playing to win this game. They'll also be scoreboard watching. And so the what you they're going to see 28 to 3 and then they're just going to say, "You know what? Pack it in." Probably. That would I mean, that would be really disappointing. Would that surprise you with a Jason Garrett coach football team in the year 2019? I'm going to give you my proxy on this game. You have unilateral control over what you think oh, will happen. stop it. We'll come back to it. <laughs> Steelers at Ravens. The Ravens are locked into the one. Ravens uh, are locked into the one. They're going to sit Lamar. They're going to sit like Mark Andrews. It might not matter, though, because like RG3 is pretty interesting to me in this offense. Yeah, I think so. And Pittsburgh has like Duck Hodges, and he's bad. You're so stupid. Oh, shit. Just three defensive backs just showed up in my living room. (laughs) That's the DB call. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Duck Hodges stinks. Give me. um, Does Baltimore still win this game? It's at home, dude. It's at home for Baltimore, too. I know it's a rivalry game. It's like the most intense rivalry game in the NFL, but like. Baltimore's still at home. RG3 is going to want to. He's yeah. probably going to get himself killed in this game, dude. But he's going to try. Be, right, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. He's, he's going to get some extended play, or he's going to look to run, and he's going to look to make a big play. He's not going to slide when he should. Uh, I think Baltimore will. They have all that momentum on their side, too. I think they're going to win. I think I would pick Baltimore in this game. Done. Lock it in. It's a home. We picked a home team. That's good. It's it's evening out the scales. (laughs) All right. Jaguars at Colts. This one is pretty heavy for NFL draft implications for Jacksonville. Yeah, it's at Jacksonville. The Colts Colts. are coming off a nice win over Carolina. They dominated that game, right? Oh, yeah. They had two punt returns for a touchdown. I mean, Will Greer was sacked like five times. I feel bad for Indy. You know, they, they were at a point where they beat Jacksonville in week 11. And they were six and four. And then they lost to Houston. They lost to Tennessee. They lost to Tampa. And they lost to New Orleans before beating Carolina. Where is this game being played? Jacksonville. Hmm. I would, because that makes me, I don't know what the temperature is like in Jacksonville, but I'm sure it's going to be pretty warm. Well, it's also a four o'clock game, so it's a little later in the day. Okay, that's helpful. I mean, the coaching coaching wise, you you want to side with the Colts here, and I mean, the Colts have won their their they've been struggling, man. They lost four in a row. You're right, but then no, they they just came back and won last week against Carolina. So they beat Jacksonville, lost four in a row, and then they beat Carolina. Oh, I could see Indy putting their best foot forward here. Yeah, and I think that's in a game like this, you go back to coaching staffs. And that coaching makes, staff is Indy. Yeah. All right. So we're taking Indy to finish the year eight and eight. Yeah, I think that makes sense to me. Cool, 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 cool. Now we have the Raiders at the Broncos. Broncos low key playing pretty decent football under Drew Locke. Who knew? Yeah. Um, and I. They've yeah they've won th- three and one in their three last three and one games. in their last four and the only losses to the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Yeah, they spanked Houston, and then they beat the Chargers in Detroit. So, so like it, we we buried the Raiders before 
this game kicks off, didn't we? Uh, e- no. Okay, so because, because the six seed teams in in battle for the six seed were Tennessee, Pittsburgh, and Oakland, and all three play at four o'clock. Mile High Stadium. I kind of yeah. want to pick Denver to win this game. Yeah, I, I sort of do. It's too. A, it's at home. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Let's go Denver. All right, there you go. Denver at seven and nine is going to finish second in the AFC West, tied with the Raiders. As expected, Raiders fell apart there at the end. But I mean, they, they played so many young players, and I don't want to bury the Raiders. But like, how many rookies were they playing all year? Like, good for them that you got yeah. to seven and nine and were in it for a little bit. You know? Yeah, they showed so, improvement. I think this season. Yeah. Yeah, they, they got plenty to be excited about. Yeah. Two two more draft okay. picks this year, and John Abram comes yeah. back. I mean, so we've picked the entire AFC slate, and we have four home teams and four away teams. I'm good with it. Okay, we have two games, three games left to pick technically because we didn't pick Washington at Dallas yet. All right, make that pick. Get it over with, uh, Joe. Just uh, you think <laughs> Dallas? Do you think Dallas wins the game? I I have really hard time looking at these two depth charts and saying Dallas doesn't win the game. All right, done. Dallas is going to win the game then. Right. And that means we tie in our bet. Thanks. <laughs> okay. What's next? Arizona at the Rams. This is another team that I could see packing it in. The Rams? Yes. Yeah. Arizona's kind of dangerous. They're so bad on defense, though, Kyle. I understand that, but they've won their last two games. They beat Seattle, and they beat Cleveland in their last two games. And, like, Cleveland, that was a game Cleveland could not afford to lose. And these two teams played earlier in the year, and the Rams beat them 34-7. to Yep, they're going to be out for blood. They're going to go into L.A., which I don't think is a hard place to go play football games. Um and beat them, huh? I just don't think the Rams have the interest in playing the game. What do they have to play for? They're eight and seven. They've been eliminated already. And get a higher, lost last week. higher pick in the second round, you know? <laughs> you know they're not thinking that. Do they even have a second round pick? I know they have like three picks, so. Uh, I hope so. Give me all the seven round Rams mock drafts to write in the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> The Here's their first pick at 135. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I, I, I can see it. I can see it. Okay, uh, there you go. That makes up for the Dallas pick. But if, if the Rams are locked in on offense, this is going to get ugly. Well, sure. Because their but defense is so, so, so bad in Arizona. Rams really haven't been locked in on offense consistently all year. Fans shows a bad defensive coordinator. How'd I imagine. His reputation on defense is bad, Kyle. Have you been through this? He, he, Miami defense, he, he was like 29th in the NFL. He gets the job brother, in Denver. He, he t- had the he, time of his life in Denver. He did. And then he had a top th- five defense his first year in Denver, but was also a top five defense the previous year, which he turned into like the 22nd ranked defense yeah, the next year. And now he's got the 31st ranked defense in Arizona. Can this we guy quit continues with this to guy? get jobs. Jesus, man. Okay, so. Yeah. You feel better? Yeah. Got man. that all out? Okay, yeah. good. All right, last game. San Francisco at Seattle. I feel strongly about who wins this game. I would love to hear your argument. San Francisco wins the game. 
because they're in the driver's seat? Well, they are, but I mean, Seattle recently with kind of their injuries on offense, they're a mess on offense, man. It's like yeah, they, it's, they it's, lost it's, Gordon to suspension. They lost uh, Dwayne Brown, Chris or, Carson. Yeah, Dwayne Brown's out. Rashad Penny's out. I just feel like it, it's not a real formula to just re- rely on Russell Wilson wizardry to win games. So I mean, San Francisco avenges their first loss of the season. Yes. They're at home. They avenge the loss. Seattle's no, it's lost. in Seattle. Oh, damn. Yeah, okay. That 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 changed things for you now. It does a little. Um, but Seattle lost two of their last three, and they lost to the Cardinals at home last week. You don't think that gets them focused for this game? I don't know. I don't know if it matters. I, I mean, San Francisco is extremely focused, and I feel like they're playing better football right now. I'm nervous about this team in Seattle. Like I, I think it's kind of like the injuries have been too much right now for a, a, a roster that I thought lacks talent all year long. Yeah. All right. So here's here's what we'll do. I think this game is a coin flip, and if you feel strongly San Francisco, I'll go San Francisco. Well, I feel less strong that it's in Seattle. Well, I don't know what to tell you. We've committed to it now. I like well, and the 49ers pass defense has been so bad lately. So freaking bad. Yeah, they're gonna need a big game from the front four in the pass rush. Which they may get. I mean, it's not like Seattle's got this brick wall in front of Russ Wilson, especially right. Dwayne Brown out. Right. I I, I think I think, it, I think the game's I think a coin flip. Well then flip a damn coin. Heads heads Seattle well, tells. No, here's 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 Seattle won in San Francisco. I don't. We talk about how hard it is to beat the same team twice. San Francisco's playing playing better ball the last few weeks. Their offense is humming. San Francisco wins the game. Done. Done. Tell us things, Kyle. What's everything that happened? Okay, so the one seeds are the San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, uh, Kyle, hold seeds. on, hold on. We got we got breaking news. What's that? Antonio Brown is in New Orleans this morning working out for the Saints. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Could you imagine, though? Jesus, man. I would well, not also want my team news. to sell their soul for also Antonio Brown. Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitri will return in 2020. There you go. Lock it in. This team played hard for their coach, and now they got the affirmation that they'll be back, so they'll drop the game against Tampa. <laughs> Just like we predicted. All right. So with that out of the way, let's focus on the, let's keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. So the one seeds are Baltimore and San Francisco. The two seeds are the New England Patriots and the Green Bay Packers. The three seeds are the Kansas City Chiefs and the New Orleans Saints. The four seeds are the Houston Texans and the Philadelphia Eagles. The five seeds are the Buffalo Bills and the Seattle Seahawks. The six seeds are the Tennessee Titans and the Minnesota Vikings. So our playoff matchups for the wild card week is number five, Buffalo at number four, Houston. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. Go Bills. Yeah, yeah. You want that pick, baby. I want that pick high. He left left the Bills Mafia for the the Patriots game because he's an asshole. But now he's back. Now I'm back. I'm back on the bandwagon. (laughs) 
So I've already done I've already done the playoffpredictors.com, not right now, but I've done this before, trying to figure out how Miami can get that pick to be 21. <laughs> and I know because Houston at 10 and 6, if Tennessee upsets the Chiefs and the Eagles win at home against the Seahawks, Houston's pick will be 21 in the draft order if <laughs> Buffalo wins. All right, so what's the rest of these games? <laughs> so, number six, Tennessee at number three, Kansas City. Number five, Seattle at number four, Philadelphia. And number six, Minnesota at number three, New Orleans. Man, those NFC games are, I feel like, not very... I feel Balanced. like they're pretty... Yeah, I, I, yeah, they're weird. Like I think both of the home teams... Well, I think that New Orleans... What are they again? I think that Seattle will beat Philadelphia. What was the there other There you game? go. And Minnesota at New Orleans. I think New Orleans wins. I think those are pretty cut and dry. Yep. I think so too. <laughs> All right. So uh who gets the buys in both conferences again? Baltimore, New England. Okay. And San Francisco and Green Bay. Okay. All right, there it is. You don't even have to watch football this weekend. NFL draft order. Yep, here it is. More importantly, right? Cincinnati Bengals. At one. Wa- Washington Redskins. Chase Young. At two, oh. Chase right. Young. Detroit Lions at three. Mm. It's a home run trade up scenario for somebody. Yep. I don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be somebody probably. Uh, the number four is the New York Giants. Mm. If they keep Gettleman, go ahead and put an offensive tackle in there. <laughs> Andrew Thomas has been picked. Andrew Thomas, yeah. Jedrick Wills, he the one. Which one's they he going to tackle spots? Uh, number five, Miami Dolphins. Okay. Number six, Jacksonville Jaguars. Number seven, L.A. Chargers. Number eight, Carolina Panthers. Ooh, that sucks for them at five and eleven to be picking eight. Yes, oh. we had that scenario. We had that scenario in the playoff predictors. Remember, we had a team that was like four and twelve picking seven. I think. Yeah, it sucks. So we had uh, the four. We had six, four, and twelve are worst teams this year. I'm sorry, we had uh, five, four, and twelve. Jacksonville, the Chargers, and the Panthers were all five and eleven. Uh, number nine, Atlanta Falcons. Number 10, Arizona Cardinals. Number 11, New York Jets. Number 12, Oakland Raiders. Number 13, Jackson. Uh, no, Oakland Raiders again. Chicago Bears. Mm. So, so Raiders are picking 12 and 13. Ooh, fun. That is fun. Number 14 is the Denver Broncos. Number 15, Cleveland Browns. Number 16, Dallas Cowboys. Number 17, Indianapolis Colts. Number 18, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number 19, Miami Dolphins via the Pittsburgh Steelers. And number 20, the Jacksonville Jaguars, courtesy of the LA Rams. All right, so what are the two Jags picks? Jacksonville is picking 6 and 20. Okay. Miami's picking five. Yep. Or Chicago or the Raiders are 12 and 13. Okay. And then Miami is five and 19 plus the Texans pick. And then when the bills beat them, it'll be like 21, 21 or 21 or 22. So this is really, I think the most interesting stretch in this projected draft order is five through eight (laughs) Miami, Jacksonville, the Chargers and the Panthers, all teams that need a quarterback to go yeah. forward with. Just nuts. That is a murderer's row of that group. And then Detroit sitting there at three. They got to be loving it. Your mock drafts are already ruined. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> you got to peg these quarterbacks, man. It's going to be the hardest thing we do. 
I did it in 17. So I'll see if I can do it again. Yeah, that's true. You that's what won you the mock draft yeah. uh, competition. Yeah, is I you got Mahomes, Mahomes to Kansas Watson. City and Watson to, to uh, Houston. To, to Houston. So that's a really interesting group. Now, what I w- do want to do before we wrap this up, because I know we're getting along here. I want to go through some of these teams in the top five. Okay. And I want to explore what happens if they win instead of lose. Oh, yes. Please so do. if if the Washington Redskins happened to defeat the Dallas Cowboys, as we had teased as a possibility, where do you think Washington ends up in the draft order? I could push them to like five. Four. So, th- so it's, it's it a would- Chase Young or some offensive tackle. Correct. You know that there's people that think that would are happy about that. Somebody gave me a question about like, if we win this game, it'll put us out of this minutia of these weird players that don't aren't necessarily needs. No, to take the best player. <laughs> Pick Chase Young at two. Chase oh, then Young's- we can just get the offensive tackle. It'll be fine. No, 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 no. The draft is seven rounds long. Invest in your roster. Don't address needs and check boxes. So. Washington winning would drop them to four behind Detroit and New York. Let's put Dallas back on top, and let's see where a Detroit win would drop them. To five. They'd lose two spots to New York and Miami. So for them, it's a Jeff Akuda, Derek Brown, we're good either way type thing. I mean, I don't, I don't really don't think it changes anything for them picking at three. Yeah, but I because think that three puts them in a beautiful spot to get a bunch of shit for in a trade back. Yeah, no question, because it's Joe Burrow, Chase Young, blank. I mean, here's the other thing is, I mean, I'll, I'll put this out there. I'll tease it. But like Matt Stafford's broken down every, the last few years. Like just They're how not going quarterback. <laughs> you got to think about it if you're picking three. No, you are not going quarterback. <laughs> All right. So if the Giants beat the Eagles, they would lose one spot. They'd flip with Miami. That's it. Okay. If Miami were to upset the Patriots, (laughs) it would not change their pick in this scenario at all. They would still pick five. Is that assuming all the other teams won that we just talked about? Yes. I'm, I'm changing one result at a time, and then I'm changing it back. Okay. So every other prediction that we had holds the same. Okay. Miami beating New England would not result in them losing any ground in their draft pick, and that's courtesy of the um, Bills-Jets result because we picked the Jets to upset in that game. Mm-hmm. That's a common opponent for Jacksonville. Okay, uh, That strength of schedule for the Jets win, having not played Buffalo, would impact their strength of schedule enough to push them above Miami if the, if the Bills also won. So the top five, you're pretty much looking at Cincinnati will not change no matter what. Uh, Washington, Detroit are looking at potentially dropping two spots with a win. New York is potentially looking at dropping one spot with a win. Miami is zero or one, depending on the result of the Bills-Jets game as well with a win. Beautiful. There it is. Lock it in. That's what's going to happen. So now you don't have to tune in at all. Watch a bowl game. We're going to get some of this wrong, you know. As long as we get more than half of it right, I feel good. Oh, gosh. I hope we get more than half. There's well, no, there's no the spread. Low. 
I'm right. setting the bar low, so I feel good no matter what. Hope you guys enjoy this weekend of football, college football playoff semis. Tomorrow, we previewed those games yesterday on the show. If you missed it, uh, NFL draft order will get finalized. The playoff field will get finalized. It's the most wonderful time of the year and not because it's the holidays. It's because we're getting ready for a bunch of finality over the next couple months of the next phase of the NFL's nonstop 12-month season. Kyle Krabs with Joe Renew. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Draft Dudes Podcast.